This is a Triple J podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese with you for the Summer Hack podcast. There are so many good things about summer, but it is an expensive time. Like you just want to be out there all of the time at the parties, dinners, hitting the bars, nightclubs. And maybe you're the kind of person who pays for everything. As soon as it's time to pay, the bill comes at the end of the night. You're the one that's like, I'll do it. I'll tap it. Maybe a few drinks influence that. And then you say, you transfer me. Everyone pay me back. And generally everyone does. But what if they don't? And what if it's not just dinner, but it's something a lot bigger that your friends and family owe you? Like money for bills, a bond. You've lent them money to pay that or even rent. How do you ask for money back without ruining the relationship? And how big of a problem is this across the board for young people? Angel Parsons has been taking a look. Yes, I have borrowed money from uh, family. A lot of stress and a lot of animosity between... And because I love my mum, I said yes. And so over the course of about 6 to 12 months, I ended up lending her about $5,000. Mixing finances with friends and family is something most of us do at some point, whether that's lending the money or borrowing it. I've done it, so many of my friends have, but when I asked Tax Insta followers recently about it, you really dished up some horror stories. Always regretted it every damn time. My ex-boyfriend asked for $5,000 for a car. I wasn't overly keen, but I did it. Then we had a messy breakup. big blowout argument, and I ended up telling her to not worry about paying me the rest of my money, and we lost our relationship. They don't pay you back, but spent big going on holidays. Where's our money? Where's our money? Like Brooke's story, for example, taking up her parents' offer to help her and her hubby with buying a house and car turned out to be, in her words, like selling my soul to the devil. I just felt like I was just in this shit situation. I couldn't get out of it. Brooke says the issues came from a change in how quickly they were expected to pay the money back. Um, we don't speak. As much as they did a good thing for us, it's just like causing me my mental health, a lot of like, yeah, a lot of stress. It's desperate times for a lot of people, so I wanted to know if lending and borrowing within your close circle is getting more common. It is definitely becoming a lot more frequent, you know, a lot of people are struggling to keep financially afloat. So I hit up Dr. Bomkazi Zeka, an assistant professor in financial planning at the University of Canberra. Food and fuel prices are becoming more expensive, groceries are so much more expensive than they used to be, and it's not uncommon to lean on those within your first circle to help you out in times of need. Sometimes we feel the obligation to lend some money to someone simply because they're a relative or, you know, a friend approaches you because they're in a tough financial position. And and so you're already going into this arrangement with an emotional attachment, an emotional relationship with this person. Now, when you add money into the mix, it can really muddy the waters. And then the second thing is to, you know, ask yourself the question, If this person that I'm borrowing money to doesn't honour the financial repayment, what potential impact could that have on the relationship? And the answer to that question, you know, would the relationship be ruined if something went south, is the first warning sign to consider. And she says another is whether you'd be financially okay if you never saw that money again. And it might sound over the top, but heading to a financial advisor and or lawyer and getting the loan in writing can help protect you, even if it is just among friends and family. And if this person is reasonable and, you know, they are serious about paying you back, they shouldn't have a problem with it. Another option is to consider heading to the bank. And smaller loans can help you to build a credit score. 
if you're borrowing from the bank, you know, it's it's a pretty clear financial arrangement. You know what the terms are, you know what the consequences may be. Uh, and so you have all of this information going in. Because as counterintuitive as it may seem, you need debt to take out debt. So you need to have some credit history before you're able to acquire a loan in the future. One of the biggest factors with all of this is boundaries. If you're borrowing money, how do you ask for it in the right way? Or on the flip side, how do you ask for money back or say no in the first place? We do culturally expect our family and our friends to have each other's back. Is it greedy and selfish to not lend money to someone that you're close with? I would actually take it a bit a step further and say it may even be the financially responsible thing to do. And so sometimes it's actually the best thing to do with your for yourself is to actually say, actually, no, I can't right now, you know, maybe a bit later or this is my situation. I hope you can understand. In a way, we are often conditioned not to put up boundaries and not to say no and to to be compliant. No is a hard word for us to say. Take it from Jane Monica Jones. She's a financial therapist. In a way, it's a psychological challenge because it's like often when we put up boundaries, certainly when we were little or maybe in other types, parts of our life, we put up boundaries, we feel like we lose love. Yeah, we feel like we lose that connection. Jane says money taps into some pretty vulnerable emotions and feelings for us, which is why it can have such devastating impacts within our close circles. Often with money, there is not a lot of communication. Uh, there's not a lot of socialization to talk about it openly. So we, it's rich territory for, for challenges. It's a very delicate subject uh, because it takes us to those very vulnerable places that are rife for shame. So even though it might feel really awkward, even shameful, talking really openly from the get-go with the person you've borrowed money from or to about your situation is a real must. Probably the simplest, most clearest way that we can do money well is to have a lot of clarity around it, a lot of clarity around expectations, timeline, amounts. It's something Brooke wishes she had done differently. I guess, like, I just wish that I was smart enough to think, let's get this on paper. It's all good. We're all paid now. We've all paid it off and life can move on. But I tell you what, I think that people just have to vibe, talk to who you're lending off or who you're going to lend to, that they understand what your goals and your expectations are. Summer hack. 